Hello and welcome back to Oh God, I'm in my 20s, the podcast where three clueless friends discuss the highs and lows of newfound adulthood and how to fake it till you make it. My name is Roshni. I'm Nishi. And I'm Singwei. And as always, before we start, we're going to do the question of the day, which this week comes from me. Okay, my question is, what is the most embarrassing injury you've ever gotten? Embarrassing injury. Uh, it's a bruise counter as an injury. Yeah. Yeah. It was obtained in an embarrassing enough way. I mean, I recently just got hit butt by oh. by my friend while playing basketball. So I was trying to defend him. Uh, I was trying to snatch his ball away, but but for some reason his head was. My his head and my cheek bumped into each other <laughs> and like flew. No, I'm not exaggerating. I actually like passed out for like two seconds and like fell. It was embarrassing because <laughs> the moment I fell, I knew everyone's gonna come up to me and check on me, right? And I knew how I looked from 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 <laughs> like I don't like being seen and at the below at the lower angle. So I was just covering my face and like guys give me some space give me some space <laughs> so dramatic <laughs> you fell and you were like wait i need space no i didn't say that but in my mind i was like oh god i'm so ugly it's not even like the pain itself. it's more like shit i'm ugly don't look at me <laughs> oh, that is quite it was quite funny because uh, we didn't see that coming i guess but did you get um, like a bruise from it? Um, I got a you know like a slight tint of green that kind of <laughs> just a bit. But when if I still touch it, if I touch it right now, it still hurts. But it's like a bruise. It's only a bruise. It's, it's not fractured or anything. So thank God my face is. Imagine like, if you fractured your cheek. <laughs> and the, I guess the funny thing is that he didn't feel a thing. He was like, whoa, <laughs> which part of my head hit your cheek? I, he has no idea but he felt so bad about it you know? wow. and then guess what happened like after a few rounds he decided like the, the ball was out and he wanted to throw it in and he threw it at me again like um excuse me <laughs> how many times do you want to injure me maybe you're just kind of bad at basketball no you? he was bad at basketball <laughs> he doesn't know how to play he just threw and then he didn't look at anyone just threw at me so meanwhile Lishi is seasoned basketball player how many years yes. already yes. Wow. Year. I'm a professional professional <laughs> um I I have had many injuries because I'm quite clumsy but one of my most embarrassing <laughs> ones was okay in my to, to make it better I was alone so no one actually saw it Um, it didn't help the injury but like it helped with me being less embarrassed so it was um I think it was like a year ago more than a year ago now um but it was raining out it started raining and there were like clothes drying behind my house right and it was raining quite hard and as a responsible child who was the only person at home I was like oh shit I need to go get the clothes right so I went out back to get the clothes and the way you go to the back of my house, there's like, there are three little steps that lead down from the back door. 
And because it was raining so hard and I was like kind of rushing to get the clothes because efficiency, you know, <laughs> basically I slipped on the stairs and I fell and like, I like bounced off the stairs on my back. Oh my god. And then I kind of just lay there for a bit because I couldn't move. I straight up couldn't move. It's one of the most amounts of pain I've ever been in. The high, the most amount of pain I've ever been in is when I um poured boiling water on my hand. That's a different story, but this was second. Um yeah, and then I <laughs> I I couldn't move and I was crying, but I still got the clothes. I got the clothes and then I went and cried on my living room couch. <laughs> oh my gosh you still got the clothes um yeah and I I straight up thought like I slipped a disc or something I was so scared um but none of my family took me seriously and turns out I didn't slip a disc but it was just it was heavy bruising and it hurt so much and I couldn't walk for like two weeks it was bad but no one saw me (laughs) unless one of my neighbors was out and just decided to ignore me (laughs) that was a brutal one do do you see a doctor or do you just let it like heal I did no I asked to go see a doctor that day because I was in so much pain Uh but my family just thought I was being dramatic and they were like no you didn't slip a disc you're fine you're fine you're fine and then I couldn't walk for a week (laughs) and so I made my mom take me and you know what I was fine I was actually fine but I didn't feel fine yeah Mm. (laughs) Okay. I think mine is quite similar to Rashni's in a way that it was like a pretty big fall, but like the difference is that people saw me. Oh my god, <laughs> wait. Was it in SIS? No, like it was back when I was in primary school. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know, this this other person in the bus, this boy, he was daring me to just like open the door of the van that we were in and then like out like step outside while it was moving oh my so god we were like impatient we were like complaining you know like oh when are we gonna get back home i don't know why we were so like eager to go back home so then he was like we opened the door la, and, like just go out and then i was like i was like i went out i i, I stepped out <laughs> i actually did like thankfully like i like the, the van wasn't moving super fast it wasn't like the main road it was like like we were already past the like we were within a residential area so it wasn't like there were a lot of cars moving but like I actually stepped out and then like I, I rolled and I like <laughs> fell and like I got all sorts of bruises everywhere and like cuts and like oh my god but I didn't fracture anything thank thank goodness but Yo, I just had you dumb as hell <laughs> yeah like I had cuts all, all sorts of places like my chin like Oh my my eye, like near my eye, right? I remember there was like a super deep cut around oh my, my eye. And so I had to walk around like that at school and then explain to people that, hey, the reason why I got these, like, no. um, these, all these cuts and like scabs and whatever, is because I fell off, not fell off, but like intentionally stepped out of a moving vehicle. So it's like, it's, it's quite dumb. Yeah, wow. and embarrassing. Yeah, you guys are so lucky, man. I have a I have a quick injury story that's similar to Singway's, but it's for it's from my sister, so I'm just gonna throw her under the bus. Um, she was like 12, I think, and my mom was driving her and her friend to like tuition, 
and they would compete for like the this one seat I don't know why they were nerds don't ask um and so like whoever got out first would make it to the stairs first and therefore make it to the the, the, the seat first right this dumbass decides to step out of the car before my mom has fully stopped so she puts her foot out and the car hasn't stopped so my mom ran over my sister's foot and I think the car stopped on her foot and then she had to like reverse off of her foot so yeah I don't know what happened I did ask because she was getting scolded a lot and I didn't want to find out um, <laughs> but she, she, did she fracture anything? I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't ask. Yeah. I was scared to ask. God. She's fine. Her foot's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, embarrassing injuries. Yay, nice question. <laughs> I thought yours is the dumbest. <laughs> so embarrassing honestly um okay so let's get into it this week we're gonna be discussing um hustle culture but we're doing something new lishi's gonna take the reins on this one because she knows the most about it and she's gonna lead the conversation yep so here i am guys well, I think because I just started uni and seeing a lot of people hustling, juggling different things while studying full time, it just got me thinking about hustle culture in, in today's society. So yeah, so let me start off with the definition of hustle culture that I got from um, Google. It's basically a lifestyle where career has um, become such a priority in your life um, that other aspects of um like hobbies, family time, and self-care are, you know, often take a back seat. So that's when, that's the definition of hustle culture. So um, just out of your, um, on top of, of your mind, what are your thoughts on hustle culture? It's toxic. <laughs> toxic. Actually, it's that's, definitely- the, that's the first thing that comes to everyone's mind when you, when you listen hustle culture, right? When we talk about mm. culture, yeah, that's like definitely a negative connotation to it. And for me, because I personally did experience like subscribing to this hustle culture before, and it didn't really do my mental state uh very well, then I definitely associate it like to negative things and negative experiences. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting that you say there's a negative connotation because I think it's the opposite like everyone thinks hustle culture is really like valuable and like they, they kind of romanticize it but in reality like it like you said it's so toxic it's so bad for you mm. yeah oh really so, like so it's usually positive when you think about hustle culture i'm not sure I think if people like about it in general it's like kind of romanticized in a way like yeah I i'm hustling so- i'm like Life. yeah yeah but I think in my opinion at least hustle, hustle culture is like quite terrible just because from experience it it drains you massively for yeah. no for no real benefit yeah yeah I mean the benefit was 
I mean, I did derive some results from being, uh, you know, subscribed to hustle culture. And like, I feel like a, a lot of where I am today now is can be credited to, you know, my hustling in the past. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I wonder how things would be different if I had more balance in my life back then. Uh, whether things yeah, would be different, but, but I mean, there's no what ifs, but yeah. Um, and like, I, yeah, there are benefits, but I feel like most of the time, 90% of what you do in hustle culture, especially when you're younger, the benefits are really short term. Mm. And, and hustle culture in itself is not, is not sustainable in any Correct. way. Yeah, definitely. Unless, unless definitely you're like willing to put yourself through hell, up, but like most of the time, I don't think it's sustainable. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Singwei brought up a good point where she said that, um, you know, at one point it became toxic for her. So my next question is, when did you know hustling become toxic? When did you know starting being being so hardworking, being so driven, become toxic? And how how do you um, how do you reach the point where it becomes uncontrollable, I guess? I think for my case, it almost became like an addiction. It was like, uh, you just feed off of the validation and like the results that you get from hustling. And then it it becomes because you, you like you said, your hobbies and everything else, your friends, everything takes a backseat, right? So hustling and the subject of your that you're working towards, you're hustling towards becomes like your main focus. And, you know, any sort of progress in this area becomes your only motivation. You just feed off of it. And like, it's the only thing you can con control in your life, basically. Yeah. And humans like feeling like they have yeah. things under control. It, it's just like a <laughs> rabbit hole that you keep going down. Yeah. And for, for my case, like it, it, was unhealthy because I, I didn't have any balance in my life like I just I remember feeling like if I had any spare time at all I had to fill it up with something productive no matter what like where I was like, even if I was on the bus I, I didn't even let myself nap or anything I had to do something I had to write something I had to like send some emails I had to do something to like yeah. make myself feel okay with myself um, and so that's think, when your mental health was affected as well, right? Yeah. Like, you, I felt like you, I had... Were yeah. you, like, more um, easily irritated and more depressed? Yeah, because... Yeah, dude, like, if I had any sort of impromptu thing that came my way, like, let's say a friend asked me to have lunch, the first thought that comes into my head is not, like oh, great, like, I want to spend time with this friend that I actually really like and I really value. It's like, oh, shit, I need to do all these things, but this is, like, a disruption mm. and I need to, uh, like, I need to account for it. Like, mm. I would rather not go out with this friend, actually. I would rather just stick to my regular routine and, like, get what I want to do mm -hmm. done so that I do not fall behind on like yeah. my whatever hustle schedule I was on. Yeah. 
yeah. Roshni, have you experienced any of uh, similar? Have mm-hmm. you experienced any similar situation? Yeah, I agree with most of what Singwei said, but I think the difference is just how I ended up hustling. Um, it like for me, it kind of happened as an accident because I used to just do a lot of stuff because I was interested in each individual thing I was doing, and um, yeah, I was super like keen on like getting really good at it or like um committing to it full time, but committing to everything full-time is ridiculous and not sustainable. So then for me, when hustle culture becomes unmanageable is when it turns like cyclical and it's too repetitive and it feels like I'm going through the motions rather than enjoying what I'm doing. So then for me, it turns into like a checklist. And like Singley said, like that, the checklist takes precedence over everything else. And then it feels like you're trapped and like, you you can't really ex- escape the checklist because you've committed to everything and in the and at the same time like nothing else can um like take take over like nothing can penetrate that checklist just because you're you're so busy there's no you're time for anything through your own schedule that you can't allow yeah. any changes to that oh yeah. i can relate that so much but um yeah um, I have similar experience, but I feel like um, seeing we had it, I guess, you know, quote unquote worse. Um, I feel like this year, I'm, I might actually go through what she's, she went through. So I'm taking precautions, I guess. I don't want to, you know, burn out so far so easily. So I guess, um, you know, but at the same time, when you are not part of that hustle culture, you tend to feel left out as well, right? You tend to question yourself. Am I not doing enough? Am I am I being lazy? So how, how any advice you guys can give to people out there who are not hustling as much as other the other people? Like how how would you like tell yourself that it's okay to you know um take your own pace, take your time mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel like there's yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of imposter syndrome when it comes to things like hustle culture. And it's the it's the feeling that like, oh, I'm not doing 20 different things like everyone I know is doing, and therefore I don't deserve to be where I am, or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go anywhere. But by nature, imposter syndrome is supposed to make you feel like that, and that's not actually true as long as you're trying your best, I mean, this is hypocrisy because it's something that we all need to work on, but I think it's good to remind yourself that as long as you're trying your best and you're not slacking off on the things that you, you shouldn't be slacking off on, that that is enough. You don't, you don't need to always be going above and beyond. Obviously, if you want to, and you think you can try like doing something extra, but the second that becomes too much of a burden and detracts from your main responsibilities, stop. Because <laughs> you're not benefiting anyone. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So, have you guys ever, like, sorry, Simi, you were going to say something. I mean, no, I think Rashi covered, like, like a good part of it. And I think, like she said, I, I also think that it all boils down, boils down to what you want. Like, you have to have that conversation with yourself, like, 
what is it that I want to achieve, right? Is it the same as all these other people that are hustling? Maybe they're hustling for a reason because their uh, objectives require hustling, but do your objectives require that level mm-hmm. of hustle? You know, you have to be real with yourself with what you want. And if what you want and you know you really want it requires a lot of hustling, then yeah, raise yourself. Like yeah. you have to go through it. Yeah. But if not, then why are you subscribing yourself to like that same hustle culture, like hustle, hustle culture unnecessarily, right? And I mean, on top of like knowing what you want, you should also try and find some balance, not just like, you know, focus on one singular purpose yeah. and neglect everything else because we we care about more things than just work la. yeah we really yeah, do we like, should we care about more things yeah we, sh- we should yeah <laughs> i mean yeah yeah um yeah i agree with the part where singwei talk about like you should ask yourself what you actually want and actually work hard for it not just subscribing it for the sake of it because mm. i have similar i had ex- i had experienced um things like that before where I had no idea what I was doing but since everyone was doing it I went ahead and god it was brutal because I wasn't happy I felt super lost and had no idea what I was doing so I guess the takeaway is you know hustle for a reason right and yeah it's, it's also true that you shouldn't put too much emphasis on work or work related things because especially when you're in uni, right? Uni is all about trying out different things uh, outside of your um, studies. So to all the uni students out there, you know, play hard and work hard, all right? That's right. Uni life is more than just academics, guys. It's life experience. Yes, that's true. Think about it. If you start hustling now in your 20s, can you imagine after stepping out of, after graduating from your uni, you have a decade, more than a decade for you to hustle. <laughs> so I guess, you know, take it down a bit, chill. Yeah. <laughs> so Singwe, when did you stop? Mm, are you still part of the toxic cycle? No, actually. Like, in fact, it's very opposite for me now. Like, I actually think I struggle with productivity now, which is a concern. Because, <laughs> like, I need to get a lot of work done. It's just that I am now very, like, I, I've been reflecting on, like, myself and, like, my work ethic recently. And I realized that I prioritize short-term like satisfaction over like long-term satisfaction which is not a good thing like mm, I I can work on that because I don't know like I I attribute it partly to burnout like after getting burnt out and like uh feeling really exhausted and tired of it all and like taking a break a good long break but then later on going through a lot of mental um, mm, hardship now that's sort of like in a way a trauma that's like subconscious that I have 
towards working really, 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 really hard that I think like I just kind of I I might be I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure like I'm just thinking out loud and like reflecting on why it is that I'm behaving this way now then yeah like maybe there's this subconscious aversion from from like really working very 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 hard for long periods of time yeah I think I would agree like like you said I I'm I'm the same as saying way in that I don't subscribe to hustle culture anymore and I actually think I'm quite lazy now um and maybe that's imposter syndrome maybe I am actually a bit lazy I don't know um but yeah there's there's always a fear that I'm gonna start doing things and then not be able to stop and I'll just fall back into like really toxic habits so I don't know I'm like struggling to find balance between doing doing enough like doing what I'm supposed to do like trying new things but also being okay with not doing everything Mm -hmm. yeah it's difficult it's a struggle to find the balance between the both do you think it started when you enter uni or it has been like that since high school I've been this way since middle school (laughs) (laughs) I think my hustling started since I was a kid like I wanted to like I wanted to prove to everyone that I was competent you know so Mm. it's like whatever that they like society thought was like good like was was a show of like yeah this kid's a good kid I would do those things and like whether at that point of course I didn't admit that that was what I was doing and I probably wasn't aware also I would just like tell myself that yeah, you're this kid that likes like all mm-hmm. these very um accomplishments, uh, intellectual, like, yeah, like, like, yeah intellectual things. things. Like you're you're that smart kid. <laughs> I mean, I will never like yeah. Sometimes I think back and I wonder if like I didn't, you know, like what 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 else could I have done? You know, if I just did not have this will to like not will but like desire to like please, uh please others and be that like be that shining example of a a model student like what Mm. would I have done otherwise like maybe I could have explored other hobbies like uh yeah done more things that I would be extra extra passionate about I will never know right but yeah Mm. the phrase um well-rounded makes my skin (laughs) prickle because I heard it so much as a kid yeah, but that's like what everyone told you you needed to be. It was like, it's best to be like a well-rounded student. Like you need to be good. You need to try and be good at many things. When like the, the older you get, but yes, yes, there is certain merit to being well-rounded, but mm. most times that kind of just translates to you're kind of good at many things, but you're not very good at one thing. Yeah, it's like checks of all trade, master of none. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah. so now that I'm older, I'm like, no, I would have much preferred to like commit to one yeah. skill or like thing that I was super yeah. interested in and just get really good at it. Same, yeah. same. I think like, um, 
Yeah, environment plays a big part in, you know, fostering for hustle culture, right? Mm -hmm. And um, is Singapore um like made it? Yeah. Did, did Singapore <laughs> made it worse? Sing like honestly, she's trying I to not like, offend the nation of Singapore. <laughs> I feel like like the the level of I mean hustle culture is a real thing here and it's very prevalent, right? But it did the reverse of what uh, you would think it did to, to a person who, who like you know who entered this environment. Like you would think, um, you know, this hustle culture environment would make me even more uh, you know, hustle culture minded, but I kind of want like it, it made me reject it. It made me mm. like not want to be like the same somehow like it just it just yeah yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I think it, there's a um article that talk about similar like the concept of you know hustle culture but it did the opposite of what it's supposed to do so instead of mm. progressing everyone was stagnant like everyone else in the in the society the whole society everyone was stagnant because oh. um, I forgot what it's called but I have to look that up again, but yeah, it's discussed in China where, you know, you know, China is also a big part of, a big advocate of, you know. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, 996, you know, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. So crazy. you talk about, you know, like Tiger Moms and like the education plays a huge role in their childhood. So basically it didn't turn out to be what they, what hustle culture is supposed to be, which is, you know, being better, getting better, and progressing. Mm. Yeah. What about the UK, uh, Roshni? Um, I think, I mean, this might just be slightly stereotypical, but I'm guessing it's a lot less intense than um, Singapore or Malaysia. But I would say there's quite, um, there's quite a, a balance between people that really commit to hustle culture and people that just don't care, mm. which is good. Yeah. Um, I found that it, it works in extremes. Like the people I know that like subscribe to hustle culture really subscribe to hustle culture, like need to take a break, but have no foreseeable break in their future. Yeah. Just yeah. they've committed too much. And then <clears throat> it's refreshing to see other people that like, do what they're supposed to be doing like they're doing their degree and maybe like an extracurricular that they like and they're fine with that like they're like happy with it and it's it's it's, it's interesting and it's helped me become um, more accepting of just doing mm. what i need to do yeah. rather than expecting too much of myself yeah i think it's the same for australia as well similar to the, the uk there's extremes is either they really subscribe to the idea of hustle culture or they they just live their life as it goes they you know they take it slow and do what they enjoy and not obsessed with resume building but i feel like environment really yeah environment really plays a big role depending on which side you want to go so i think for me i'm more towards the hustle culture side that's why when i see people hustling so hard I'm motivated and inspired to be one of them whereas some other people find comfort in in that 
sometimes you just don't need to do that many things in life and just do one things that make you happy and that's fine as well yeah when you say you get motivated by seeing hustle culture around you is your motivation fueled by like I I want to do this to like improve myself or is it fueled by anxiety because for me it's half and half like a lot of the time I get inspired to do things that like interest me but 50% of the time it's like anxiety in that oh shit I'm not doing enough I'm getting left behind like I need to be doing more um I would say as of right now my mindset is more of being motivated in a healthy way but um back then it was a bit of anxiety as well, a mix of a huge a huge sum sorry a huge sum of anxiety involved in um the motivation because you know if i don't get an internship in my in in my first year i feel kind of behind i feel like i'm not being on track but once i get it just i just need to take off one checklist i i'm okay but this is also mm-hmm. a toxic cycle because year two, it, ha- it comes again, right? If I don't get an internship, <laughs> you know, I feel the anxiety again. So I guess once I take off the basic checklist, at least, you know, get one sort, get um, one experience, I'm okay. Like since after that, it's more of a, um, after that, it's more of being motivated in a good way rather than I'm feeling anxious and, um, stress about not doing enough does that make sense yeah so like you've you've like set a bar for yourself and once you've hit that bar beyond that is more like interest and like motivation driven rather yeah. than mm-hmm. need yeah. driven because as, yeah as much as I, I say as much as I want to say you know like you're only in your first year you know don't worry mm-hmm. about internship or anything we all, I, I can't not do anything because I feel, oh crap, I sound, I don't know if I'm pressuring anyone, but you do you, okay? Like, you know yourself better. But for me, I think um, I would rather to take, I would rather to take my three-month break to do something um, useful, mm-hmm. to learn something rather than just spend it, um, spend it doing nothing. You know, it's different if you could travel, but at the time in 2020, I couldn't travel, so yeah, yeah it was one of probably the best option I could go for to spend my summer break yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then like I mean sometimes they say that oh you don't have to have an internship in first year you don't have to have an internship in second year blah 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 but it's like it's like a sort of even like for university degree like no one says that you have to have it to get a job but it's almost like a given that it's like this ticket for you uh, to like get past the HR, like it's like a, a known thing, then it, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're whatever internship or whatever thing that you're deciding on doing is like, it, it acts in this same manner, then you cannot do it also. Like in that scenario, I think uh, you just have to do what you have to do. Lah. But mm. uh, yeah, if it's really something that's more of a choice than a obligation, then yeah, you do you lah. You do you. You decide your own future. Don't just take our advice as a pinch of salt or experience, because yeah, we yeah, all go yeah. through different 
things in life and yeah just because we did it or like everyone did it doesn't mean you have to just know what's best for you yeah and also like things like an internship aren't gonna make or break your future yeah. like think that's yeah. what it feels like which is what which is what pushes you to try and get one it feels like oh if I don't have this I'm never gonna get a job I'm never gonna like move forward blah 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 but it's like realistically if you zoom out and look at the big picture it's not make or break Mm, you will be okay yeah yeah you will be okay with or without internship it just sets Mm. you it just sets you to a different path whether you take it or not Mm -hmm. and it's personal taste like if you think your summer break is better spent doing something else taking time off then yeah. do that yeah because yeah. in the long run it'll probably benefit you more yeah it's a situational thing so like <laughs> i feel the need to clarify that you don't <laughs> need to do things we're not your- endorsing yeah internships <laughs> get one if yeah. you want if you like, like yeah for the entire semester and you feel extremely burned out take a break girl take a break yes don't do a girl or boy <laughs> <laughs> metaphorical girl I mean yeah. I mean okay like for example I'm not gonna take an internship this summer either I've decided against it because Whoa, anyway. yeah, my circumstances are like different from my peers they they want an internship and they will get that internship but for me I know I'm better off not doing it and I can definitely prove my abilities through other means because when you think about it like why is it that you want the internship there's a certain objective right it's to prove that you have certain experiences or certain competencies and if you can prove that in different ways like a portfolio Mm. of like your work or uh, any other way doing those things would serve the same purpose as the internship and you can choose to do those things instead, which is what yeah. I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Internship is just one of the ways to show your competency. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. not the only way. Sometimes, you know, you can even do volunteering or start a small businesses if you want. Start a small business. Yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Um, or like nothing. Pick up a new um, skill that you yeah. want to like. Yeah. It's about what you place value in. It's correct. I guess what we're trying to get at is that yes everyone is kind of a victim of hustle culture and that you can't escape it because it's around you but you don't have to always subscribe to it in the traditional Mm. sense Mm. you can hustle according to what you think is important Mm -hmm. like yes yeah very important to know what you want it is really important i think um you know as hustle culture is definitely not the healthiest culture we would like it to be but I guess um, what we can do to manage our to take care of our mental health is to know that just because other people can do it it doesn't mean you you can do it as well you know like everyone has their own capability and yeah you're you're just meant to do something else or do less and it's fine yeah so yeah. Also, also like you don't have to do what they are doing yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what put me in peace as well you know to understand that you know we are i'm different from the person that i'm you know talk to i look up to i guess because there are so many people with uh like so many like experiences and 
it's really hard to not compare yourself with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Really hard, but you shouldn't. You should rein yourself back in. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're unique. Yeah, we are unique. <laughs> <laughs> you are your own person. Correct. It's like it's true though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. One. I guess we can. I one last. Okay. One. What advice would you give to those who are struggling with hustle culture out there? And one piece of advice, and we can end it. Piece of advice. Feel very unqualified to give advice because I am struggling. Yeah. Okay, what would you okay to make it easy is like what would you tell yourself? What would you wish someone told you when you are going through mm. that cycle? Um I was told things that I I wish I had been told. I would I just wish I had listened or like have been in a place See. to listen. Um because yeah like adults tell you to chill essentially like when you're a teenager you really don't <laughs> to be hustling 90 <laughs> percent of what we were doing like th there's just no point and honestly the payoff is not going to be proportional to the amount of effort that you're putting in but we didn't um, want to listen <laughs> yeah and it's not it's not what you want to hear when you're in the middle of hustle culture that like Th this is useless mm. yeah. but I think it's something you have to realize for yourself like it's trial and error you try a bunch of things and I don't know you assess the payoff and how it made you feel at the end compared mm. to the process and then you decide if you want to do it again mm. most times in my experience I've realized that no I don't want to do it again because it it just wasn't worth it mm. But especially in terms of academia, it's you get what you put into it. So yeah, you, you just have to decide how much, how hard you're willing to work, what things you're willing to like sacrifice on. And yeah, look for balance basically, which is really vague advice, but that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, I think that sums up pretty much what I feel as well. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like same la. Like I, I wouldn't know what I would want to hear back then also because I feel I wouldn't have listened. I mm -hmm. wouldn't want to admit that mm. I didn't have to do what I was doing. But I think mm, if it would have been nice, I guess, if someone always reminded me or like asked me uh, about what it is I really want because I feel like that gets lost Mm. Uh, as mm -hmm. I'm working really hard right I don't have someone reminding me or like asking me why I'm really doing this mm. so yeah. I, I wouldn't question myself either yeah. yeah do you think that question would have had the desired effect on you when you were younger though because I feel like I was asked why I'm doing this and my answers were so generic it was like oh to get to get into uni to mm follow this really traditional path in life because that's all I that's all I know I guess and I feel like that would have been validation to continue hustling 
what if like that person keep pushing you like why do you work so hard for uni like why are you doing this is it really worth it Ooh, do you think it's therapy too- session let's go <laughs> <laughs> Um, because if Roshni points out that it may not um give desire desirable mm-hmm. if effect, then maybe what we can do as a friend or as a sibling, we can always check on them and question them like is it really worth it? Ask further questions, ask follow-up questions, not just why this and stop it right there. And because sometimes mm-hmm. when we are in a situation, we can't see ourselves. It's really hard to trust the process. You know, it's really hard not to... Um, it's really hard not to believe that you will be okay if you don't do certain things, right? So. Yeah, and if you've got someone around you that's hustling too hard and they're just not ready to, mm-hmm. like, accept it or hear it, then just be there for them. Just be yeah, there. Be there for them, yeah. And know that it's okay to not do... A lot of things it's fine yeah. just constantly remind them it's fine and check on them we all need that friend to check on them. yeah like when singway was having her year of insanity <laughs> you yeah, girls were there yeah yeah your purpose <laughs> on the sidelines is to just be a like reprieve like you yeah. are the break and like remind them to take breaks even though they can be really stubborn and don't listen to you when you tell them to take breaks yes it we help though being by being there with for you yeah i remember one time i was like really burnt like i i I really was so stressed out and i don't know did she could tell somehow then she was like hey i'm sleeping over this weekend and i really appreciated (laughs) that because i i think that weekend was was just what I needed uh, at that point in time. Uh, yeah. And I would, okay, this is not really like advice for what a friend, friend observing a friend going to hustle culture, uh, I mean, going, going, yeah, going to hustle culture, what advice I would give the friend, but more like as an individual uh, in, in, the, in the earlier stage of life, I would encourage you to just experience more beyond your like your known circle and your known environment Mm. like seeing more experiencing more trying out a lot more new things because I feel like now I'm realizing that hey I don't exactly have to um there wasn't this singular path that I had to follow I, Mm. I I could have you know been just as successful uh, or had like like you know lead the life I want to lead by by doing other things. I see yeah. people who are like doing all sorts of things, and I realize that as long as you're really really good at whatever it is that you do, it doesn't matter if the industry is lucrative or not. If you're really good at it and you really like it, you end up leading a very happy and uh successful. Life, but then again, okay, successful is uh, subjective. I don't know. Success is subjective. Yeah, it's sustainable, yeah. And yeah, just just see more of the world. (laughs) You you get to decide what you like and what you don't. I feel like for me, I just was trapped in Mm. this bubble of like feeling like I was experiencing things because I was trying out 
things within that bubble, but like, was I really? And like, just, mm, yeah. Mm, no. I was mm-hmm. living to please, I was living to please others, not necessarily discovering what it was that I liked. And yeah, you just have to venture beyond your circle, your bubble. Yeah, yeah guys, mm-hmm. listen to Big Sis Singway. <laughs> no man has ever gone before. Or like, don't if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Okay, I think yeah, that that was that was a pretty good discussion. Interesting. Hey. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to know that you're not the only person that feels like they're yes. not doing enough slash doing too much at times. Guys, uh, you are not alone. Uh, yes, <laughs> you are not alone. You are have been there and still there. <laughs> Yes, and, and you might don't show here. it, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can't see it because a lot of people don't show that or share that online. But just know that you're not not alone, and we are all fighting our own demons. Correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you ever need to seek help, don't shy away <laughs> from doing that because I feel like there's so much value in that, like especially. <laughs> If you have the resources available to you, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, just go for it. Mm, mm. Yeah, I feel like most working. of our podcasts end with us being like therapy. Therapy is good therapy. for you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like like I don't know, but back when I was struggling, I feel like I would have really benefited from having someone there. But there was just not anyone like like professional you know like yeah that's that, and also that, there's yeah. an element of like stubbornness of like no i don't need help i'm fine, I'm fine. yeah or you could reach out to one of us um ah. yes slide into our dms slide into our dms yeah. and three of us will come up with something for you take yes. it on a life <laughs> maybe Maybe email us. Oh, email us. We should. We should, create, we should create. We should create. We should create like a like a like like you know how people can write in to like publications. Oh, yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Like Let's can write do that. In. Let's do that once we hit our certain amount of followers. Once we oh, get certain amount of followers. How how many followers do we have, Dolishi? Oh, do I really Our want to service only only opens with clients? Sorry. I, I won't tell you, I won't say um to the public, but I would I will yes, show I time see it. to them. <laughs> nice. Guys, um, help us hit our milestone off. I don't know what is our milestone. Hundred hundred. Let's hit a hundred. Okay, hundred. Um no, but for real, if if you need someone to talk to, we are available. Uh, you can reach us through Instagram because apparently we're not good enough for email yet. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let us know what you think. Do you subscribe to Hustle Culture? Have you been a victim of Hustle Culture? Or are you just chilling? If you're chilling, leave us tips on how to be chilling because <laughs> we need help. Um, I need help to be more productive. <laughs> yeah, that's it for this week. What was that? <laughs> I'm in a really, really noisy city. Sorry. Um, 
yeah that's it for this week uh thank you for listening we'll see you next week bye bye